Hey there, this is Liana, and you are tuning in to Sharpen Her Iron, Conversations with Dope Women. Yo, I am so excited because if you are listening to this right now, that means I did it. I didn't stop myself. I wasn't my own roadblock or my own hindrance. What do I mean by that? I mean, you are listening to my very first episode of my very first podcast. And there were points in the journey where I told myself, eh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to move forward. I'm not good enough. I don't know anything about podcasting. Can I, can I last? Well, people want to listen to it. And you know, you probably can resonate with that. You can resonate with the whole stopping yourself before you even give yourself a chance because you've pre-decided that you wouldn't be successful in a certain lane. But the amazing decisions we make in life are those where we decide, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance on me. I'm going to give myself a try. And that is what you're experiencing today, right now, while you're listening to this. You are listening to Liana Saida Sims taking a chance on herself. And I believe in life you will never, ever regret taking a chance on yourself. Sometimes you're definitely going to regret some of the things you didn't risk, some of the things you didn't take a chance on. But I don't know. There's nothing in my life that I've taken a chance on that I regret. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things in my past that hurt like hell that I look back and I'm like, why did I do that? But I can also say that those are some of the things that I have grown the most from, that I have learned a lot about myself from, and that have perfected me into the person that I am today. So, you know, of course I believe in making some, you know, calculated, educated decisions, but I mean, really, I'm talking about those passion projects. I'm talking about those ideas that you have that you wonder if you can be successful at it, or you compare yourself to somebody else and you say, well, such and such is already doing something like it, so why should I? And um, I, I, I struggle with that sometimes. I struggle with that because um, I sometimes listen to that that other voice in my head that that says, "Ah, Leon, you're, you're you're okay. You're good at some things, but you're you're not excellent. You're not great." And of course, the, that voice is a liar. It's a liar. Um, but sometimes we believe the lie. And when we believe the lie, we we don't give ourselves the opportunities to to soar and to to really go the distance. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be on this platform. I'm excited to share another piece of myself with the world. And I'm even more excited because I'm dedicating this podcast specifically to women, to kingdom women, to Christian women. Um, Anyone can listen to it. Anybody can grow from it. But I am unashamedly a Jesus girl, unashamedly uh, passionate about using my life and my relationship with God to help somebody else um, grow and understand him just a little bit more. And as you know, the name of this podcast is Sharpen Her Iron Conversations with Dope Women. So this is probably going to be the only time that you hear just from Liana. Um, I will have all kinds of amazing guests on this show, but I debated making my first show just me talking, um, but I decided, no, it's a really good idea because I want to be able to give you a little bit of access to who the girl is behind the mic, who's the girl behind the message, who's the girl behind the platform, who's the girl behind the show, what are my passions, what makes me me, how did I even decide to start this podcast in the first place, and I think it'll give you a little bit more context and understanding 
as to why I choose some of the episodes I choose and why I choose some of the guests that I choose and why we're even doing this in the first place. So I'm going to be honest with you ladies. Um, Whenever I'm asked to talk about myself, it's always uncomfortable. And I think... I feel like it's like a, like a online dating site. Like you, you wonder like what what do I actually talk about? What do I say about myself? What feels like boasting versus what feels like a a package I'm delivering to you and I'm just hoping you like it. Like I really hate doing online profiles or introductions of myself because I'm the type of person that just wants you to get to know me on the journey, like ask me some questions, kind of spend some time with me and you'll, you'll, you'll come to a conclusion about who I am. But you don't always have that luxury of just waiting for someone to get to know you over time. You got you got to be able to say something about yourself up front um, that ultimately, you know, if we're talking about an online dating uh, app, it's like, you know, swipe left, swipe right. And some of that's just aesthetics, right? Purely aesthetics. But even if like from for me, I was on eHarmony for a year, what I read about a person in their bio does play a little bit of a role in me deciding if I want to continue for it with them or not. And so um, I, I guess this is kind of me giving you a little bit of my bio. Like, who is Liana? What do I care about? Uh, what what matters to me? What, what do I want to share with you guys? What do I feel like I've already invested in the world? And what do I look forward to investing um, as time unfolds and as the journey unfolds? So... Yeah, let's see. I'm, I am a black woman, uh, Christian. I'm 32 years old. I am a Virgo. Um, geez, you know, September 1st, baby. There's so many different opinions about Virgos, but I will say so far, some of the things I've experienced is that we are, we are some go-getters. Uh, we are, uh, strong believers in whatever that is that we believe in and we are committed to trying to communicate that to other people but more so through how we live than through uh, what we say um, we are to-do listers for sure um, we probably rate a lot of our success based on what we've accomplished um, and sometimes that is a, a positive and sometimes that is um, not so healthy um, I, I think um, having a fundamental sense of self and being strong in that is independent of your accomplishments, quote unquote. But at the same time, I think your your accomplishments are a reflection of your personal uh, values and commitment in the world. So I think they kind of go hand in hand. It's kind of like the discussion about faith, right? Some people say, you know, faith, you know, there's a scripture in James that says faith without works is dead. And so, you know, some people are like, you know, no, it's, it's all about faith. It's all about belief. It's all about, you know, um, just believing. And other people are like, well, your belief is, is matched to, is married by your actions, you know. And I'm of that, of that philosophy philosophy of that 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 system that says you know it is important to to have a, a intellectual uh, a belief system it's important to have some values it's important to have some things you you hold on to you stand by and that are fundamentally what you can say this is what I'm about but none of that matters if it's not reflected in how you show up in the world and how you live your life. And so because I know that that is a really strong, um, uh, essential part of who I am as a person, I try to live more, say less, but then also be true to the fact that I'm a communicator. And so um, be okay with, with talking about the things I care about, but always marrying that with how I show up in the world. So a little bit about me. I am a licensed and ordained pastor. I have been since the age of 
20. And it's very interesting because the same year that I was ordained as a pastor, just a couple of months later, um, my father passed, which is probably the most painful and catastrophic event that has ever occurred in my life. Um, I say that because I thought that battling obesity um, all my life and eventually the journey of overcoming um, obesity and losing 180 pounds naturally um, and then writing the book, my book, Monday Never Comes, I thought that that was going to be the hardest thing I've ever done. Like, I never thought I would escape obesity um, and I did it. And I thought like, wow, I did this. This was this was my beast. This was the thing I tackled. This was the thing that I had to overcome and I'm good from here. I thought life would, you know, throw me some challenges, but always had the reference point that if I can um, do that, if I can lose 180 pounds naturally, then surely I can face anything until anything turned into my father dying unexpectedly. Um, the same year that I um, stepped into a very important and monumental role in my life and that was um becoming a licensed and ordained pastor at the age of 20 was that um no no no, no. that was at the age of like 25 whatever i'm 32 right now yeah but so i thought when i had started my weight loss journey at uh 20 that that was the hardest thing and then like five years later my dad dies unexpectedly so these things have been very um big and very large parts of my life and my journey um a lot of pain i've experienced a lot of joy i've experienced a lot of triumph i've experienced a lot of difficulty um just kind of anxiety depression but then also looking at myself and being like omg i'm an author i'm a pastor i'm a speaker i'm beyond that beyond the titles like i get to show up in the lives of um young people and um middle schoolers and high schoolers and college age uh and young adults and even um women like who are beyond my me in years you know I, i've i've and, and men i've been able to, to pastor and uh, show up in their lives in very unique ways and so i realized that you know in life you're never you never know you never know what God is going to put you up against. Even when you think you face the hardest thing, only God knows what's down the line, but he also knows what he's put in you or what he's cultivating in you to be able to handle no matter what comes. Honestly, that's, that's what I'm learning about life. That's what I'm learning about myself. That's what I'm learning about a relationship with God. I realized that um, there's a there's like a cognitive knowing of God or even, the, you know, an understanding that there is a God. God is real. God is love. God is faithful. God is most uh, displayed and manifested in his word through the Bible. Um, but there's also this, this knowing of God that only comes through experience. There's a knowing of God that only comes through uh, evaluating the journey that you've taken with God. And the truth of the matter is no matter where you are today, while you're listening to this podcast, there's a journey that led you to this moment. And there's, there's an ability to reflect back and see how God has traveled with you and things that you have learned about God. And, and no matter how much you know about him today, there's years ahead of you that you will get to learn even more about him. And even though God is never changing, he is constant. He is who he is. None of us know all of him. None of us have the fullness of him. None of us have the, the entire picture. So I believe that you gain bigger pictures of God in two ways. One, by continuing to journey with him and allowing his different characteristics and his personality to unfold in, in your life. 
And the other way that you, you learn of God and you grow and you get an understanding of God is through other people's experience of God. I believe that none of us have the full package of God, no matter how much you have of Jesus, no matter how long you've been a Christian, no matter how long you've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you've been doing ministry, you've been going to church, it doesn't matter. Even on the day that you die, if you're 102 years old and you've been journeying with Jesus for 90 years, it doesn't matter. You still would not have known all there is to know about God. And I believe that the more that you put yourself in relationship with other people, the more that you get to see aspects and facets and dimensions of God that you would have never seen if you just stayed in your lane. Hence, that's where Sharpen Her Iron came from. Now, let me take you back a little bit because Sharpen Her Iron did not start as a podcast. Sharpen Her Iron is actually a ministry I began two years ago. And this is why I realized in my life that I had relationships with women across the age span. I had my peers, 30 something years old. That was us, right? Then I had the, the, the youth and the, um, the kids that I have pastored my entire life or not my entire life, but the youth and the kids I've pastored. So the, the, these are teenagers. Some of them are edging into the beginning stages of young adults. And I have me and my friends that are young adults. Then I have friends uh, friends that are older than I am. I have women in my life that are 40, 50, 60, even 70 years old. And I, I realized that a part of who I am and why my, my life is so rich is because I have relationships across the age span and I'm able to grow from each of these women and young adults and young women in different ways. But what I also realized that many of my friends were not blessed with that same access. Many of my friends only had relationships with their peers. And I realized that that's where some of the um, lack of um, maturity or I don't want to say lack of maturity, but just of access to um, the depths of, of, of life and life's experiences, even some of the knowledge and wisdom that I, I'm able to gain um, is because I can get it from women that have traveled a little bit ahead of me. And likewise, a lot of the things in my life, whether that's um, uh, education or certain um, techniques or uh, creativity or even simple things like technological advancements or even my my unique perspective of the world, the women in my life, the older women in my life are able to gain that for me. And what I realized that there was this mutual benefit, this, this mutual enrichment and advancement and ultimately sharpening of our irons that was taking place um, in these relationships that if you only if you only had a relationship in um, your your age range in your uh, peer group, then you're missing out on some of that um, advancement and enrichment and and blessing that comes only from people that are different stages of the journey than you are. Sure that it inspired me starting sharpen her iron in the first place was Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, which says, "As iron sharpens iron." one man sharpens another or a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. This comes from the Bible. And there's, of course, various versions of it. So the the wording and the language may be different depending on what version you're reading. But I took that scripture and I said, I want to be her iron. I want to sharpen her iron and I want her iron to sharpen my iron. And I want to create a um, access I want to create opportunity for women to be in the same space across the age range in order to be able to sharpen each other's iron. 
At that time, I started off with like 15 of my friends in my apartment and two of my big sisters slash mentors in my life that were much older than we were. And I brought them into the same space and we did some activities together and we had breakfast and we just really um, were entering the year together. But we also set up the room or the uh, engagement in such a way that the two older women that were there were able to pour into the lives of my friends. And that's where the ministry started. A um, couple months later, did it again. A year later, it turned into a dinner with a panel and well, actually two panels. I had a young adult panel and I had a panel with women who were a little bit older and it was a room of like a hundred plus women. And we were in there really just sharpening each other's irons, sharing our stories, being transparent, laughing together, crying together, really just taking on the journey. And I realized in that moment, like, oh my God, like my vision is literally coming to pass. And I've done it again. I did it at the top of this year. It was about 70 of us in a room, amazing women pouring into other women. And then what I realized was if the only way that you're going to encounter these things is to actually show up at an event, which is I'm going to keep doing my events. But what is a way that I can expand this opportunity that you can literally be sitting in your car or, you know, on the train, on the bus, on your way to work, and your iron is still being able to be sharpened by another woman. So I decided, let's do a podcast. I landed on this platform. So every week, this is where we will be. I will be having interviews and discussions with dope women on a variety of topics, a variety, everything from relationships to dating to finances to career moves to being a single mother to being a married woman to just all kinds of on real estate on 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 job transitions on career um transitions on just anything that pertains to the life of a woman I want to show up here and I want to talk about it because that's the reality of our life in Christ it's not just one area of our life it's every area of our lives and I want to talk to women of different ethnicities, of different age range, women who are in different uh, careers, different lanes of life from different countries because that's how we grow. Like that's how we become better versions of ourselves. Like I said, it's it's learning about God. It's, it's understanding how God has journeyed with you, but it's also welcoming other people's journey into your journey so that it gives you the opportunity to, to, to expand and to, to take on new insight and to, to learn some things you would have never come up with on your own, learn some things you would have never learned in a classroom, to laugh with some people, to cry with some people, to just understand that our lives are actually way more alike than they are different. But then also there may be some parts of people's lives that you don't resonate with, but it gives you, a, a, it enriches your compassion and it enriches your um, capability to to understand, to empathize, and to just sit with people and to make room for a story that may not be your story, but that still is a uh, valid, a viable, and an important story that needs to be told. So I'm just really excited about moving forward with you guys. Every week, I'm going to be putting these out every Wednesday just to go with the theme of WCW, Women Crush Wednesday, as you will see hashtagged on many of the social media platforms to just really uh, move forward the uh, the conversation of, of women's empowerment, but not only women's empowerment, but telling the stories and unfolding the lives of kingdom women for the sake of enriching and edifying each other. And remember, these stories are not just kind of 
uh, pretty package stories that you know you may hear in church. These are just real people sharing their real lives. And so there may be some things that come up that you disagree with. There may be some things that come up that make you a little bit uncomfortable. But there may be some pieces of people's story that you're like, uh, you know, because maybe you have some preconceived notions on what it meant to be a Christian or what it meant to live out this Jesus thing. But that's why I want to bring a variety of stories because maybe it will give you an opportunity and in some of your judgments, abandon some of the um, preconceived notions we have, some of the narratives that we may have from our own upbringings. Um, a lot of the narratives that we have from our own upbringing are because of the lack of access that we've had to other people's stories. And so we tend to be a lot uh, judgmental before giving someone the opportunity to kind of unfold themselves before us. Um, that's also a gift that I, that I have, or something that's unique about me is I realize that I'm a very safe place. Um, and I, I believe in, and I value transparency without judgment. And so, um, that's another reason why I wanted to create this space because I want people to feel safe and I want them to feel safe enough to share their story, knowing that they're sharing it with a person that is not here to, to rip it apart or to judge them, but to, to, to lift them up and to say, hey, you're my sister. Um, you are worthy and you are validated in this space. And hey, here's access to a whole bunch of women that hopefully by the time they're done listening to episodes of Sharp and Her Iron, they feel the same way. So I'm really excited. Oh my goodness. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, it is a dope friend of mine and uh, she's just one of the realists. So connect. And as one of the kids in my ministry would say uh, about his clothing line, whenever I see him with a new t-shirt or something, I'm like, hey, when you gonna give me that t-shirt? He just say, stay tapped in, it's coming. So that's what I want you guys to do. I want you to stay tapped in because it's coming. We are taking this journey together. Sharpen her iron. Conversations with dope women. And if there's any thing you would like to hear more about do not be afraid to reach out to me or if there's something we said in one of our episodes that you uh that didn't make sense or you want some clarity on once again reach out that's what we're here for even though this is a digital platform at the end of the day we are a tribe we are a community and we are just a community around the world connecting with each other around this space and this time right here right now Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Sharpening Her Iron. Go ahead and like this, share it with a friend, and subscribe to our podcast for more conversations with dope women. If you want to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Queen Liana. You can email us at sharpenheriron at gmail.com. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And for all upcoming events Sharpen Her Iron related, go ahead and visit our website, sharpenheriron.com. 